What's up, folks? Welcome to another episode of Smoke World. I'm your host, Stone, so go grab that stick, go grab a glass, whatever you're drinking, let's sit back and have a conversation. You can follow me on Instagram at SmokeWorld50. And I tell you folks this every time. You can send those emails to SmokeWorld50 at gmail.com. We're sitting outside. I can say we. I'm sitting outside here by the fireplace. And I had the privilege. I hunted this man down for 16 years. Wartime hero. The man, the legend, Lee Mac 9112. What's up, brother? He got neighbors out here, but what the hell is going on over there? It's Lee Mac 912, baby, and I'm over here on the Smoke World Podcast, and I am chilling. Stone got the fireplace over here, just boom banging. Got a little something in the glass, got a little something smoking, and uh, it's all right with me. I ain't mad at it. Yes, indeed, brother. So what's good, man? You know, first of all, folks, if you don't know, Lee Mac 912, again, that's the YouTube handle. This man is up to like 12,000 subscribers, folks. So if you don't know him, go check him out. He talks about cigars. He talks a little bit about everything. So I got the pleasure of sitting back, chilling by the fireplace and sit down and have a conversation with him, brother. So let's get a little history in you, brother. Where you from? Oh, man, I'm a New Jersey boy from Elizabeth, New Jersey. And they call it Eastwick now, but that's the youngsters, man. I ain't grew up in no Eastwick. I grew up in Elizabeth. We was like oh. E-Town, you know. So Elizabeth, New Jersey, that's where I'm from. Jersey boy through and through. I kept moving down as my money kept moving up. And then eventually they put me out of the state and I ended up in Maryland. So that's where I'm at now. <laughs> okay, Elizabeth, you know a Jersey guy. Yes, sir. How long you been down in East Stick of the Woods? In East mm-hmm. Stick of the Woods, well, you down in uh, Maryland. You know, how long you been down on this side of the woods? Well, I think it's been about 11 years, but I still feel like I don't really... I'm here, but I ain't really from here. Nah, uh, you know, I'm, I'm from New Jersey. Absolutely. So so when I go back home, my mom still lives in the same house that I grew up in. And uh, that's home for me. So when I, when I go there, that's home. Even though they tan down all the old houses on the street, I almost got lost on my own damn block. You know, it don't look like when I grew up. Oh, man, well, you lucky to still have your house. I grew yeah. up in Philly and Logan, and uh, my house is now trees and woods. They tore it down because the houses were sinking in Logan Uh-oh. back in the day. Uh-oh. Yeah, that was back in the late 80s. I can say 89 because I, I'm going to tell you, that was the last places the city of Philadelphia actually bought houses for sinking. Because since then, many houses have sunk, and they ain't paid <laughs> nobody a nickel. So we got out while we could, and uh, we made a move there. All right, so that's what's up. So how long you been smoking cigars, brother? Oh, man. Seriously, with this YouTube channel, I've been smoking about six years uh, seriously. Mm-hmm. Before then, you know how it was. You go to a wedding and somebody got cigars and we all sit around and look like we big time. And you don't know what like you're you. doing. <laughs> I ain't know what was going on, but I spent some time in the Navy. So we were overseas and it's like, yeah, we could buy Cuban cigars. So I'm like, all right. I got, but I didn't know what I was doing, you know, but. For six years, you know, I, I've been smoking seriously, you know. Okay, okay, that's okay. You're right, because a lot of times we do those, uh, you know, somebody had a baby. Hey, man, you know, man, I got a baby. Take a cigar. We ain't know no better. They ain't know no we better. We ain't know no better. Smoking that trash. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, oh, this is the bomb. Yeah, whatever the bomb may be. <laughs> now, let's get into how you got started with the YouTube thing. How did that come about? So, when I first started smoking the cigars, I was I was going through a bad divorce. It was an ugly divorce. So, 
you know, back in that day, we used to have newspapers. And in the back of the newspaper, I think it was Famous Smoke Shop had a coupon. They wanted your name and your address. Then it was no email. It was just they wanted your address, Absolutely. right? So they said, you send us your, cut it, send in the coupon, we'll send you a cigar. I think it was an acid Cuba Cuba. So I said, oh, I got this acid Cuba Cuba, but I didn't know nothing about it now because this is before I really started looking into it. So I looked on YouTube and I said, well, somebody ought to have a video on how to smoke a cigar. So I looked on YouTube and I saw it and I was like, yeah, okay, that's cool. So I learned how to smoke the cigar. I liked it. But then I started looking for, well, what cigar should I smoke? So I would go into the shop. You know how they have the little signs on here. This one's rated a 94, 96, whatever. Oh. So I say, well, the, the higher the number, that's what I want. That must be a good cigar. Oh, dang. You know, so James I. Bond. Oh, man. So I went into a shop and they said, here, take this Ashton VSG. Yeah, that'll do. Oh, and wow. I'm a brand new smoker. Ashton VSG. Yeah, man. It was like, uh, no, that's a negative. So as I started watching these different reviews, I found out, well, damn, you know, some of these people. Every review, they like every cigar that they smoke. I said, nah, something is wrong here. I'm not understanding something is wrong. Somebody's getting a paycheck or something. I don't know. All these cigars can't be good. So I was like, you know, I got a little background in everything. You know, I got about 11, 11 jobs. Yeah, you got know. 20 jobs. Uh, yeah, 14, 20. 14 different career fields. So, hey, listen, I, I had a little bit of uh, experience in the audiovisual field and graphics. I said, let me see if I can put together my own video as I sit in the garage and smoke this cigar. So that's what I did, and that was just it. My very first video, you'll see me. I'm sitting on a lawn chair. I got my cell phone propped up on a milk crate. And, uh, and I'm talking, like the phone is pointing up my nose. And <laughs> <laughs> you know, your hair's in your nose. <laughs> yeah, man. So so that was it. That was how I started. And it just kind of went from there. I never really thought anybody would watch me at all. So when I got to like 50 people watching me, when I saw it, you know, at first it's your yeah, family, right? right? Watching everything. Yeah, your family, everybody, hey, go subscribe to me. Right. But then after my family subscribed and the numbers kept going up, I was like, oh, man, I got to 75. I got to 100. I was excited, and it just kind of all went from there. Oh, wow, man. Okay, you've been doing this, what, six years now, you say? Mm-hmm. About six years. Wow. Now, how does this work? Okay, because now you you review different cigars. Are some of the vendors sending you some of the cigars, or you kind of do your own thing, find your own cigar, and say, you know what? I'm going to make a review out of this particular cigar. So, it's funny you say that, right? Because the cigar I'm smoking now, I got to give a big shout out to my man Brad at Zeal Cigars. This is one of his cigars, one of his house sticks. This is Spice Cream. It's a little 60 ring gauge, uh, mm -hmm. one of his house sticks made by uh, somebody famous, but he can't say who it is, but I know who it is. But when we I... We won't say. We won't say. You know, those who know... No don't say, and you don't <laughs> have no, no. You know, you know, right? <laughs> so, but what I did was at first, at first, I was buying my own cigars, and really, what, all of my first cigar reviews came out of the bag that I got from Cigar Fest. Okay, I was like, oh, I got a lot of cigars. We come home with a hundred cigars, man. I could do reviews all year out of these cigars, gotcha. you know. So for man, several years, it was my Cigar Fest bag, whatever I bought. That was how I got cigars. It wasn't, you know, people, I remember early on saying, oh, they must send you a lot of cigars for review or whatever. I'm going, nah, I buy all these cigars. Like, wow. this is just it for me. And honestly, 
I didn't really want to be a guy that you send me a cigar now, I feel like I got to like it. Right, because you're obligated. Yeah, I'm not obligated. If I don't like it, if I, I feel like, like it. it's trash, I'm going to say it's trash. You know, well, I, Folks, if you don't know, he'll tell you that. I'm going to tell you it's <laughs> so trash. If, you, if you're sensitive on your feelings, don't watch. Don't send me your cigar. <laughs> hey, listen, I'll tell you right quick. Right, don't listen. send it to me if you don't want me not to like it, because if I don't like it, I'm going to tell you I don't like it. Absolutely. You know, so... so there are vendors that will send cigars, and there are some that will send cigars that I won't that I won't uh, won't review because I'm like, ah, I just don't, I just ain't gonna do it. You gotcha. know what I mean? But I have a, a Patreon channel, so my patrons are very loyal and supportive, and I use the money from my patron channel to, you know, smoke some of those things that I would not necessarily smoke that are expensive. New CAO Vision just came out, $20, you know, Atabay, Davido. Yeah, range. Hey, listen, it, that's a little expensive for my taste, but, you know, in order to give the experience, I can take some of the patron money and go out there and do that, you know, okay. as well. So, for the most part, it's not uh, it's not vendors sending me cigars. I will have my man Steve Saka. He'll send me something, but he don't, he don't send me cigars to review them. He just sends it because... He's just that type of dude. Out of love. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's just love. I, I don't feel like I owe him anything when he sends me a cigar. Okay. He'll hear me talk about a cigar. A certain one that I review, I like it. He'll, hey, pack up a box, send it over to Lee Mac or whatever, you know? Okay. So, yeah. That's so now, the way it goes. Interestingly that you say that. So, the connections that you made, are they via the YouTube? Is this how you met some of these individuals? That's cigar companies, vendors, owners? Or this is a prior relationship prior to the uh, YouTube channel. No, none of it was prior because I I I, I was not born in the tobacco field. Uh, <laughs> my family was not from Cuba, gotcha. uh, Honduras. Uh, none of that yeah, stuff. Gotta... None of that. None of that. Oh, most of this is just from the YouTube channel. And honestly, it was a few years before I was surprised that anybody even really knew who the hell I was because I wasn't really trying to be famous. I was right. just a dude in my garage smoking chilling. cigars, chilling. I'm putting it on YouTube, right? But when I first time I walked up to uh, Nicholas Jr. Perdomo, and I said, yeah, you know, Lee Mack, uh, I got my little business card. I do cigar reviews. I, you know, I'm nobody, right? But I, <laughs> I'm trying to look like I'm somebody, you know? And he's like, yeah, I know who you are. Really? I said, no, you don't know who I am. Yeah, man, you know what? No, he said, no, I know who you are. I said, oh, yeah. He said, yeah, you didn't give my cigar a very good review. I said, oh, maybe you do know who I am. <laughs> you know that's me then. Real is real. That's it. But most of it is through YouTube, people that will know me or reach out, uh, you know, people that are in the family, all the people that watch me are considered family, my family members. So most of it is people that reach out, and that's how I have met a lot of people on YouTube, you know, people will say we have similar, similar, you know, uh, things, similar interests or whatever. Okay. And they'll want to know, well, who is brother Harry and who is brother Dexter and where'd they come from? And, you know, Aaron Brooks, shout out to him. Number one man in Kansas city. Right. You know, they want to know who these people are, but again, people that reach out to me, gotcha. Good brothers, good sisters, you know, and that's a good segue. You say brothers and sisters. Now, as you know, since you've been doing this for a while, you've been doing a whole lot longer than me. I just got started with the podcast. And just want to let you know you was inspiration to kind of even starting this whole thing. I appreciate I it. I said, dang, Brother Lee Mack, I'm going to be like him when I grow up. So speaking of, like I said, you know, some of the minority companies, which aren't that many, um, have you had any uh, opportunities to make a connection with some of the minority companies that are out there 
uh, I know, for example, I know Desiree from, uh, mm -hmm. you know, shout out to Drunken Chicken Cigars. Mm -hmm. Very sweet young lady. Had the opportunity to meet her. So how how do you go about or do you seek out uh, minority companies? Because I have seen you do some reviews on some of the minority uh, cigar companies. So when we had this uh, big brouhaha about Gurkha, I did a I did I put together a list. Somebody on Instagram, uh, uh, her it'll come to me what her name is, uh, but she had a list of black cigar companies. Okay. And I took the list, put it together, her her aficionado, something like that. It is. Uh, I put that list together and added it to it and said, all right, let me try to smoke some of these black cigars, black owned cigar companies. You okay. know, some that are top top rated or known or not known so well so it's not Desiree is probably the person that I have the closest relationship with with drunk chicken okay uh, and in fact I am uh, hosting a zoom call once a month I think we're second Wednesday we do it of the month uh, along with uh, a whiskey company whiskey oh, right nice. yeah so they're a black owned whiskey company they're out of DC so we've done some things or whatever so She's probably the only black-owned cigar company that I have their phone number in my oh, right. in, in my phone that the I can call. Decks. Right, exactly. <laughs> but but there have been others that have reached out on Instagram. Uh, black Star Line out of Chicago. Okay, they make a great cigar. Uh, the War Witch. I had their Red, which was a good cigar. Uh, Emperor's Cut was probably the very first one that I smoked. Emperor's Cut. They are a group of I think five. I think it's four brothers and one sister. Uh, they make an excellent cigar, uh, and I think the title of my video was the best Nicaraguan cigar you've never heard of. Wow! You okay. know, wow. so okay. so I try to I try to do that. Now, on the other hand, we got some brothers that got some work to do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and and some of some people do a lot of talk, Stone. Some people do a lot of talk. You tell right. them, hey, listen here, bro. You send me a pack of cigars or whatever. It's in a little soft envelope. I don't have, you know, a little bubble wrap or whatever. That ain't how you ship a cigar. Like you're shipping weed. I mean, you're yeah. Like buying, you're buying weed from the brown envelope. Yeah, like, come nah, on, man. That ain't how you do it. got to go through it. the mail, brother. So I say something about it on the video. I put it out there. And then a few months later, my man said he ordered from and said mine came in the same envelope. So you ain't learning. You know wow. what I mean? So you got to have your stuff together. You got to have your website together. You got to make it easy. There are a lot of companies, black-owned, supposedly, cigar companies that will send me a message on Instagram, and then I'll tell you what we have, and then I'll man, send me a cash uh -huh. app. Now it's really like we oh, buying wow. weed. Oh, you know wow. what I mean? Yeah, so. yeah, send, me yeah. The, send me the money first. Yeah. You might get a cigar. No. Nah. A cigar. We ain't doing that. But there are some that are out there that, that are putting together some very nice cigars. And then there's some out there that's just... They're putting a band on the cigar. It's like it might right. as well be a house stick down gotcha. in Spartan that you put a nice band on. Gotcha. And some of them don't even have nice bands. So yeah. <laughs> now you mentioned uh, that you do something on a Wednesday, say so one Wednesday out the month. Second Wednesday, we we set it up for the, this last quarter of this year, October, November, and December. We do a Zoom call uh, where we get together with Drunk Chicken. We do a pairing of the Drunk Chicken cigars along with. A whiskey pairing. Okay. So the first, first we had a cherry wood infused smoked whiskey. Mm. Uh, last, that? that was delicious, man. Wow. That's delicious. Uh, I forget what it's called, but PeaceStreetWines.com is where you can find it by Whiskey Right. Okay. 
Uh, last month we did a vodka. They've got, a, I think, a 1776 vodka. Uh, and next month is a tequila that they do that we'll be doing it. So we did, last month was unusual pairings. Unusual pairings. Unusual okay. pairings, you know, yeah. Now, is this open invite to the public or? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Can you get any, is there any information that you can give out? How would they be able to uh, connect with that? Well, I would tell you to follow Drunk Chicken Cigars. Okay. Uh, and before the Zoom call, she puts out a uh, link to the Zoom call. Uh, you could also follow me, LeeMac912 on Instagram, and I will also post it uh, the, the couple of days before the Zoom call. But I believe we're second Wednesday of the month. Gotcha, second mm -hmm. Wednesday. Okay, that's what's up, man. So, you know, being that we're in this crazy uh, political atmosphere, and I don't talk politics necessarily I do. on the podcast. <laughs> but that's why I said, I mean, you know, I know you cover all subjects. Oh, yeah. So, what's going on, man? What, what's your feeling? We smoking cigars right now, having a drink, and the world seems kind of crazy where we live right now with all taking place. So, this is one of the things I love about the leaf that it brings people together, no mm -hmm. matter what background, religion, political affiliation you may have. This particular cigar, well, not say particular, but this cigar in itself, this whole culture, you know, I'm thinking if folks around the world can actually sit down in a cigar lounge and hash some things out, I think this would be a better place to live. Oh, I absolutely agree with you. All of the problems that we're having politically, instead of being able to stand on one side of the aisle or the other, Democrat or Republican, red or blue, it's almost like the Crips and the Bloods down in yeah. Washington, you know what I mean? So That's a good analogy on that. It, it, it is. Right. And, and, it's, that, it's that kind of hate. It's that kind of hate. But we need to be like Nipsey and say, hey, listen, we can work with the other side. You know what I'm saying? There's things that you need in your community. There's things that I need in my community. My brothers out in the Midwest, they have different needs out there. Right. So we got to deal with what they need in their community. So if we could learn to work together instead of this... I'm going to stand on one side, and I'm not going to like anything that you do on the other mm -hmm. side, then we can maybe get together. Like you say, like we do in the lounge, we have a smoke. We could disagree, but we have a great conversation. Yeah. It's like, you know, Randall and I sit down at the lounge a lot of Friday nights, and we have great conversation. We don't agree on a whole lot of stuff. You know, he's a different kind of guy than I am. Right. But that's my man. You understand? So, like, if the bubble goes up, it's time to knuckle up. I'm right there beside Randall because right. it's going. Yeah, that's you got his back. That's my man. So politically, that's what we need to do as well. I, I don't. Right now, it's a little crazy. I don't, I don't know what we're doing, you know. And uh, so you know, all of my family and friends they blame me because they say you voted for Trump. That's the problem. You yes, whoa, that's whoa, whoa, your whoa. man. Hold on, smoke world. Hold on, hold on. And I didn't know that, folks. That's a, ah. that's a revelation right now. So you did vote for Trump first time. Okay, first time. Okay, any particular reason? Mm -hmm. What were you looking at and saying, okay, you know what? This is, I like what he has, his policy, or, you know, what was it that made you say, you know what, I'm going to vote for this guy? All right, good. I'm glad you asked, because most people like to just jump on my back. Why not? And they, 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 and they don't, 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 don't want to ask, well, why did you vote, right? Right. So a lot of it had to do with where I was in my life and what I was doing. So I was working for a government agency. Okay. And, uh, I was involved with a lot of high-level classified meetings, right? Okay. So I saw what happened behind the scenes and how we prepped these leaders and, you know, the information that we had and how you prep them for a meeting and mm -hmm. all of this type of stuff, right? So I got disillusioned with politics as it was. I just didn't like it. You know, I, I, I it, it, a lot of it wasn't honest. Well, I don't think it... I don't think it 
ever will be. I hate to say that. Yeah. I, I mean, that's just the game of politics. It, I might be not in a position to say that, but that's just my opinion. Yeah, it, it wasn't honest. And really, the people up top was really trying to benefit their career. And I saw them leave a lot of people in their wakes as they tried to climb the ladder, right? Okay. So, one of my mans, you know, he had some inside information, folks that, you know, used to be very close to the Clintons and Hillary Clinton. And, you know, some of the things I heard I didn't like. Gotcha. And I started watching and doing a lot of uh, investigation on my, on my own, watched the Benghazi movie. Well, what was it about? What happened? What was going on? I didn't like what I saw. I also didn't like, honestly, Bernie Sanders was my man. I kind of liked a little bit more of what he was saying. Bernie was my man. And then the Democratic Party basically railroaded Bernie out of his run mm -hmm. because they wanted Hillary. So I was like, now, wait a minute. This is some bullshit right here. <laughs> so you know what I'm going to do? You know what I'm going to do? Click, click. I'm voting for Donald Trump. I, I, I liked what he was saying during his campaign. I had followed him for a long time in his career before he was even talking about politics. Okay. So, you know, some of the stuff I kind of liked what he was talking about. He's, he at least was an open, honest book to me. You might not like the guy. I don't, I don't think he's a nice guy. No, but I'm saying I find it funny that you think he's honest. But again, and I followed him a little bit prior when he's from New York. So some folks just found out about him when he started running for politics. And I'm not saying I'm a New Yorker, but kind of had an idea who he was from his days in being in New York. And so I don't think New York liked him based on a lot of the way he moved and mm -hmm. how he conducted his business. I, I will take back the word honest. I will say open. Okay. And, and maybe not even so open, but I, I I think he took advantage of the system. So absolutely. If if I if I'm a developer and I can develop a building and get a 20 year tax abatement and there therefore I can make a profit on it, that's business, right? Absolutely. If if the laws allow me to file for bankruptcy, then I'm going to take advantage of that. You know, right. and can't be mad at that. You know, so people say, well, he filed for bankruptcy. He's not a good business. He may not be. Okay, but politics as usual. I just didn't like politics as usual. I don't like it now, politics as usual. Gotcha. So I wish that we could get together in the country, like you say, smoke a good stick, and say, all right, listen, you know, where I'm from in my district, you know, we got bears. So people. Oh, pe 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 bears. Yeah, bears, man. Like real yeah, bears? Yeah, real bears. Bears. Not people bears. Not people bears. Not me, but other people. Uh, oh. Oh, oh, okay. Not the Chicago Bears, but Bears. Yeah, like they mean the Black Bears. The oh, there bears. you go. So, you know, I know a lady said, you know, when she goes out on her, her ranch or whatever, she always has that 357 on her hip. Mm -hmm. You know, she needs a little firepower. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, for you to say, well, we're going to take away all of the guns in the country, well, what about my brother and sister out there that need the protection against bears? You know what I'm saying? So we need yeah. to try to come to the middle a little bit. Now, when you're in a city like Philadelphia and you say we got a lot of gun violence and kids getting hurt and all that type of stuff, okay, we got to deal with that as well. Right. It's a different issue. It's, it's a different, different issue, but somehow we ought to be able to come together and discuss it, figure out a way that works because... I, I, I don't know what the answer is, but, you know... Yeah, because I don't know. I hear that. I don't know if I'm really hearing... I'm going to put a label on it. The Democrats say they're going to take away your guns. I think they're talking to me, in my opinion, against sensible gun laws. Again, like you said, you mean the one who's out there with the bears, you're absolutely, you're absolutely unique. Right. You need your gun. But when you're in the city, 
And like I said, you know, we just got to be smart about this. You know, a lot of guys love these AR-15s and right. SKSs. And they are military-style weapons. Mm -hmm. They're assault weapons. They're called assault, assault rifles. So they're designed to do some some damage. Yeah. Now, are you hunting with those? Yeah. Eh. So I think... Well, my man I'm, down not, in, I'm, not, I'm not against it. My man I'm, down in Birmingham, he, he's hunting with his AR, you know. Right. But, like yeah, I said, you know. so again, time and place for everything. Right, right, right. But like I said, you mentioned the city. So the city would be a conducive spot. Walk around with AR-15, SKS. What are you hunting? But then again, you got to go with what the laws say and what the Absolutely. Constitution says. So just because I don't like it, that don't mean that I should take it away from you. You understand? So, no, I don't want to take it. No, I don't want to take it. Yeah, I'm, and, so I'm, like, I don't, I'm not coming off and saying I want to take the guns. I'm not interested in doing that. Mm -hmm. But I'm just saying we got to be a little smarter on again, who's buying these guns. Do a good background check. I agree. You know what I mean? Those who may have some psychological or mental issues, you got to say, okay, is this going to be a good fit for this individual? And I understand the Constitution says, you know mm -hmm. what I mean, you have the right to bear arms. But, you know, we got a lot of rights to do a lot of different things. Right. So, so. If, if if that's the problem, the, the problem is the Constitution, right? Then we, we you good? Yes, sir. Yeah, we need to we need to then work on amending the Constitution if that's what it is. You can't just make up your own mind and say I don't like it, so therefore, right, it needs to change. Now, you know, now again, Trump said, "Hey, listen, we're not going to take away your guns. We're the Democrats want to take away your guns." Yep, that's what he said during the uh, he, he campaign said, speech. That's his, that's his, that's his favorite line. Yes, but he's been in in office for four years and we still don't have a uh uh all 52 state reciprocal concealed carry laws that's a whole nother issue you got to run through all kinds right. of hoops you understand what i'm saying you have a legal right you have a need whatever my business transports me from one state to the next i i can't leave from where i live legally in maryland and go to new jersey where i'm from right now the, the, now the laws change you know and, you know, I've, I've heard stories of, of, you know, uniformed sheriff's deputies from Maryland riding up to New Jersey and told that they got to take their guns off and put them in the trunk. That's, a, that's, yeah. a, little, that's a little nutty, right? Yeah, I heard nothing. I, so, I mean, that's fact. That's, that's, uh, fact, yeah, that's a factual story. I ain't going to throw the people under the bus who, uh, you what know, told this? me that one. Nah, back nah, in the days nah, because, nah, uh, nah. you know, I mean, they have HR 218, but yeah. that's for cats who actually retired re law enforcement, mm -hmm. which allows them to carry firearms throughout the 50 states. Right, right, right. So I could imagine someone in uniform in a, in a marked vehicle saying, yo, police, stop you, my yeah. man. Yo, you, where y'all from? Where, where, the, where the police car sound from? I, I'm just saying, but right. you know, the, the, the politics are, we all have, we all have different needs and different concerns. I just don't like the stacking up of one side versus the other side. Mm -hmm. You know, you look at all of the votes that happen now, it's all straight down party lines. True. So, you know, it was just, which is the reason why I typically will never vote on one party on the on, on in any election. Gotcha. I'm splitting the ticket all the way around. Right. You know what I'm saying? I would recommend folks to do that because, yeah. again, research to find out who those individuals are, what they stand for. This is mm -hmm. something that's going to be behoove you and your community opposed to just saying, okay, you know, the straight ticket. But right now, like you said, it's like the Crips and Bloods. It is. So you is. got the red or the blue. Red yeah. or the blue. Right. Who you That's with? It. Right. Ain't no in between. No in between. So, you know, we got to, you know, I don't know. I I, I think if, if we could get some of those folks to, at, in higher power to sit down, smoke a little cigar. Oh, yeah. They might need to smoke a little weed, too. You yeah, know, yeah. I don't A lot know. of weed. A lot of weed. A lot Just of weed. We're like, a lot all of right, drinks. man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. 
Sign this. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, we don't we don't have to agree, and that's the whole thing. I don't agree with all of what you say, but you can still be my man, though. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And I might not agree with your man, but I don't have no problem with him being your man. Right. I told the dude that the other day. I like that. Say it again. Say it again. Yeah, yeah. I, I said, listen, listen. He could be your man. Right. But I don't have to fuck with your man. Absolutely. But he can still be your man to me, and you can still be all right. We can still rock. We can still rock. Well, that's the way it is. And that's the whole thing, brother. So, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Not for a little political uh, CNN. Yeah, we, yeah, Fox, we, our Fox News story. Yeah, we went a little left there with well, a little Fox, a little CNN, this, but you this, know, this cigars is all about. Sit back, grab your stick, have a conversation. Now, let's talk about some of these lounges. Okay, let's um, talk about it. Yeah, let's. You know, I mean, again, some of the lounges. I guess we're going to speak locally right now. You know, mm-hmm. I've had the opportunity to visit a lot of lounges throughout the U.S. But uh, let's talk local lounges. We ain't gonna name no names. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, What's your opinion of the local lounges? Are you satisfied with the local lounges? Are you happy with what you see, what's going on? Or do you think they're playing politics? It's too much, you know, I don't like what you got. I'm hating on you. Your lounge bigger. You got more people. You got more cigars. What's Put it like this. Yes, sir. All of the lounges are looking at all of the other lounges. Mm -hmm. If you are in business, you would be unwise not to look at your competition. Which is, so, okay, now I'm, I'm going to stop you right there. Uh-huh. I'm glad you used that word competition. Mm-hmm. I guess to some degree, I guess because it is a business, it's competition. Uh-huh. Um, and I guess as the owner, but as a cigar smoker, obviously just gives us options. Oh, correct. Right. So, but as an owner, yeah, I guess it would, I don't know. I, I guess it would be, you know, I'm still kind of, I'm fighting that word a little bit that you use well, competition. Well, well, why are you fighting it? Because if I go from lounge A and then I I buy or whatever, and then I leave there and go to Lounge B, right? And I buy some of the money you spend at Lounge B. If you had stayed at Lounge A, you might have spent it at Lounge A. I just spread the love, I spread it. Right, but but like I said, from a business perspective, right? It's a from the business perspective, it's a diff- it is a different animal. It's competition. Okay, you got to You got you, you, you got to call. It's, wins, it's, it's competition. Uh, for the smoker, it is. Options, options, because you know you go to one lounge, you might say, "Hey, listen, this is the the spot where I go in and get my my hip hop heads," and you know it's a little bit a little party style, little party style. Another lounge might be kind of quiet, family style. Mm-hmm. You know, you go in, it's small, it's smoky, everybody's sitting on top of each other. It's all love, right? <laughs> you go to another lounge, it might be state-of-the-art everything, but you got to bring your wallet when you come in there because yeah. you're going to spend money for the state-of-the-art. Right. But there might be a night where you say, look, I don't feel like going in there with all the smoke. Mm-hmm. I want to I wanna go and lay back and, and, chill, a little and bit. chill and, you know, have a little... little. So it's, it's, it's options. Um... I don't know. You know, when my when my grandfather was, uh, when my grandfather, he, he had a lot of jobs, too. Right? Oh, I was running the family. Yeah, okay, ran, okay. ran the family. But he ran a, uh, a, what we would call like a bodega in New York, right? So he had a little corner store. Little corner store, <laughs> little corner store, right? So in, in Elizabeth, there were three or four black-owned corner stores. Mm-hmm. So that was where you could go to get, one had, some had meat, you get your collard greens, you smoke neck bones and all that type of stuff. But they gotcha. all sold a lot of stuff that was similar. Mm-hmm. Cigarettes and cookies and sodas and all that type nice. of stuff. Right? The stuff we grew up on. Exactly. So, my grandfather told the guy, said, listen, we all go into the same wholesale man 
to purchase the stuff that we all are buying. Mm -hmm. Now, they were in different parts of the city. So Dave's was uptown. My grandfather was close to Midtown. They had some downtown or whatever. So they're not selling to the same customers. He said, listen here, I, I know how to buy this stuff by the boxcar load. Okay. This is how the wholesale people are doing it because it's something he learned when he was in South Carolina. He worked for a food broker. Gotcha. We can all get together, pool our money, and come together, and we can buy this together, and then we all profit from buying at a lower price. Smart move. Profit. But instead of getting together, what they said was, well, what's in it for you? Uh, Why should we get together with you? What's in it for you? Same thing with the with the cigar lounges, right? Mm-hmm. You imagine if you had like a, almost like a, like the motorcycle rallies, you know, we're going to start out at Lounge A, we're going to have an event, right? Gotcha. But we're going to spread the love through all of the lounges. So, you know, hey, listen, we're like going to have, we have a tour. We're going to have these cigars at this lounge, it's going to be a cigar in the night, special price, whatever. We're going to go there for two hours and we'll pack up. We're going to go to the next lounge. We're going to go to the next lounge. Or even if the lounge just say, hey, listen. Instead of us all buying separately, why don't we all get together and put in a joint order? Hmm. Interesting. Work together instead of against each other. But nobody is saying that they're working against each other, but you got to say... Right. That word competition. We're working up. against each other, you know? That's, I like that idea. That's something maybe you need to put together, brother. I don't own no cigar lounge. No, no, I'm saying as far as you can still tour. <laughs> At least not yet. Not yet. No, I'm not, not yet. Folks. I'm not going into you the know what I mean? Not yet. Mm -mm. But I'm liking that idea that we would do a, a local tour, get a group of, you know, smokers, and, you know, maybe a three lounge tour. And even like this, I did a, uh, a another year we did a, from my, my liquor store up there, we did a brewery tour. Okay. We got a bus. We had a couple of kegs on the bus. We went all through Delaware to three, four, five, six breweries. Oh, okay. We uh, brought our money. We spread the love. We we had a good time. We had a good time like on it. the bus. We met people. So imagine we had a smoking tour. That's all, I like that. I guess we got that, after COVID nineteen. Yeah, uh, after COVID. Right. After COVID. After like we it. all get the vaccine. Y'all paying yeah. attention now. Pay attention. It's coming. Mm-hmm. I feel it coming. So this will be a, the cigar, the Lee Mat nine one twelve cigar tour. Get a bus, grab some couple folks, get some smokers. Now, obviously, you got to pay in for the bus, folks, because oh, yeah. now. Oh yeah, but 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 we we take our money and we try to support the local business. You know, instead of uh, you know sending your money off to the big corporations that are there, you ordering from CI and Famous and some of the ooh, big. Ooh, yeah, ooh, CI. Ooh, uh -huh, ooh, yeah. huh? I'm just Nothing. saying. I'm ooh. just saying. Why you got to bring CI in? I'm just whoa, saying. Whoa, I'm whoa. just saying. Famous smokes. Yeah, okay, Thomas Cigar. You can mention them. Bootleg. No, <laughs> but who owns them though, right? So yeah, yeah, we talk about that. ownership, right? Yeah, that's true. Scandinavian company, I think. Well, so you might know more than I do. Hey, okay, well, which one? What's CI? One of them, Scandinavian tobacco. See, a lot of that money is overseas. Yeah, that's true. A so, lot of stuff is overseas. So we right. don't we don't understand. The Chinese buy a lot of stuff. Yeah, they own a lot true. of stuff. So when we talk about who we supporting, who we supporting? Right. Well, you got to figure the customers are looking for a cheaper price. So they don't. I mean, I ain't gonna say they don't give a damn, but most customers are like yo. They got the same sticks over here, $20 cheaper for a box. I'm going over here. Everybody wants a bargain. I'm right. saying that, but we could create our own bargains if we buy in bulk. Hey, man, it's like you want to create this. Uh, we gonna, we'll be creating a factory. What are we going to do? When I say factory, meaning it's the warehouse. We're going to have to make the cigars, but we could store the cigars 
and sell at a discount price. I, I'm just saying. Whoa, I like I like what you're saying. I, I'm I'm just I saying. I like what you're saying. I'm just saying. If I come to you with a deal and I say, "Yo, Stone, uh, you know what? I'm a I'm gonna sell you at a good price," and I'm working with my man Dave over here, and he got the good price, so Dave got the price, I got the price. Either one you buy from, you support neither one of us. Mm, I like it. I think you put something together right now. I don't know. I mean, I think, I, I, I'm just talking. This, this, this don't seem like you, I, this don't seem like a freestyle. It's like there's some thought about it. No, no, thought I, about this, man. I, I need another, you ain't been drinking that drink, much. Another drink. Another <laughs> drink. <laughs> I'm loving this idea, folks. If you're loving this idea, you can go to hit Lee Mac up on his 912. I mean, we got email, brother. What's up? Oh, yeah. Hey, you, listen. You, you, you're holding out on emails, man. Yeah. Nobody will never email me. Nobody will love me. No Nobody I get a lot of emails, man. We'll be like that. Yeah, yeah. It's Leander.McLean. Well, I know. I ain't. You got spelling. Come on now. You know that ain't no hood name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Leander, like, whoa, whoa. What's this? Go back to. That's Greek mythology. Okay. You didn't pay attention. It's like you know, in Game of Thrones. Oh, come on now, brother. What's <laughs> that's coming? L E A N D E R dot M C C L A I N at I Robusto. I. Robusto, R O B U S T O dot com. Robusto? Where that's from? Oh, listen, that's my other show. Oh, see, hope, see you I told you I got a lot of jobs. That's why man. I like you, man. Keep drinking. People <laughs> <laughs> have you snitching tonight on yourself. Keep drinking. Hold on. What is that? So, Sunday night, that's the longest running. Sunday night. Sunday night, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Longest running cigar show on the planet. Myself, Mark, and Hyacinth, my partner's over in southern Spain. We do a cigar review show. We've been doing that for six years. Okay, now I gotta stop, folks. I gotta stop because mm. now I ain't seen our little Lee Mac like a thousand years, nothing like this. But this is the first time I'm hearing about any of this. <laughs> okay, I ain't heard nothing about none of this. But yeah, you gotta break this one down, bro. Oh yeah. Hey, listen. So it's the three of us. We get together. It's a husband and wife. Uh, you know, we got. I, I, my my brother's melanin is a little light. We say he's a little melanin <laughs> challenge. Uh, you know, his wife have a little bit more melanin, and I gotcha. have a little more melanin, and the three of us get together, and we smoke the same cigar, and we talk about it. We have three segments, 15 minutes apiece, where each one of us takes the lead on the segment, and we talk about the cigar. We, we, we you know, we have we have a good time on it, and one of the good things, Mark is, um, Mark Iribusto and Hyacinth, it's Hyacinth La Panatella. You can find them on social media as well. I'm not going to ask you about that because how you spell that. But oh, I'm not going to go there. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to go there because now I need to rewind just a little bit further back again. Yes, sir. How do we find this again? This is this online. On YouTube. On YouTube. The channel is I-R-O-B-U-S-T-O, I-R-O-B-U-S-T-O. Okay. Uh, Sunday night, 7 p.m. Sunday, 7 p.m. Every Sunday. Time. Every Sunday. Without Oops. fail. Lee Mack ain't telling nobody none of this. Without so fail. snitching right now because, listen, I ain't heard none of this. Do you talk about this on uh on the Lee Mack now on my 12 show? Yeah, I, I talk about everything. People don't pay attention. Maybe. I don't remember seeing this, bro. Uh, well, I, I, I think you, you might skip the cut. Yeah, you ain't How watching. How often do you say this? You ain't watching. How often do you say I this? might need to say it more. I think so. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, folks, because uh, I'm just finding out about it. Send me an email, smokeworld50 at gmail.com, mm. and let me know if you heard of <laughs> Lee Mack talk about the Ira Busto, because I ain't heard Jack Jones, and I've seen a whole lot of Lee Macks. Ira Busto, and listen, we've been doing we've been doing good things. You know, FDA kind of cut into us, but we've had sponsors. Uh, really? What through, you, what can we say FDA cutting? What do you mean by that? Well, we had, uh, our first sponsor was 1502. Oh, really? Okay. So we were, we were, we were getting 
we were sponsored by them. They oh, provided well, folks. He uh, gets sponsors now. He, he's, he's listen, get, yo. They gave us lots of cigars. We gave out lots of cigars. Right. We had you know uh, different uh, you know different contests and things like that. And then FDA said, you know, cigar companies you can't give away stuff for free. Yada yada gotcha. yada. Uh, we actually had Famous Smoke for a while as oh, wow. a uh, sponsor. Holding uh, out. Yeah, listen, uh, Holtz in Philly. They, they, well. they sponsored us for a while. So, iRobusto has been around for a while. Uh, you know, and it's, I say it's one of the best shows that people don't know about and don't watch. And I'm not quite sure why. Well, maybe because you ain't telling nobody. Maybe that's what it is. I mean, you holding right, on right. to that. Well, you hearing it now. Like you, like you hold on to that hat right now. Let's hey, get hot hey, over here, brother. Listen, brother. My legs I, is burning up over hey, here. Hey, brother, I told you, man, I'm from a, I'm from a warm <laughs> continent, man. I, I, Me too, but listen. Hey. My clothes about to catch a fire. Well, I'm, I'm getting ready to move a little closer myself. <laughs> Put another log on the fire. Grandma say, yeah, it's cold. <laughs> Grandma's 95 degrees outside. Mm-hmm. Summertime, you still got the blanket on the heat on. You're like, hey, yo, I'm chilling. Hey, listen, my daddy didn't take his long drawers off till like July or August. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm just telling that you. Again, that runs in the blood. Yes, sir. Yes, that sir. runs in the blood. So what else is going on in the cigar world, man? You know, uh, you got a little bit closer ear to the streets than I do. Lot of, what's, lot, what's, what's new? What's old? A lot of, lot of new stuff is uh, coming out. A lot of small companies are making noise now that uh, some of the rules from the FDA has kind of been delayed. I'm going to say not yeah, not, no, not right. stopped, but delayed. But uh, I'm really digging HVC right now. You smoking any HVC? I have not. Actually, there was an event at one of the local uh, lounges mm-hmm. having uh, HVC. I have, have not. Yeah, HVC is... Uh, I like what Renier Lorenzo is doing. He's a Cuban brother, uh, probably was born in the tobacco field, but he uh, he knows a lot of what to do with tobacco. So, you know, there a lot of the small companies are coming out with new things now because they're not kind of held to the predicate date. Gotcha. Uh, it feels like a lot of companies are putting out limited editions. Uh, the cigars are here. They're gone. I don't know if you change your mind with the law later on. Yeah, it's gonna yeah, be interesting. It's, it's, it's gone. It's gone. We we sold out. It's done. Gotcha. You know what I mean. So, I just bought the uh, a box of the H the uh, HVC twenty twenty uh, Black Friday. Okay, okay, right. I have had that. And the Black Friday have, Firecracker. Oh, both, nice. Uh, both great cigars. Yes, you was. know, very uh, nice smoke. So, so, so I'm liking them. Uh, some of my old classics. Francisco is our man from Dominican yes, Big Leaguer. Yes. He's making noise. People are starting to uh, recognize who Francisco is and what a great job he does with Dominican tobacco. Yes. He yes. he knows what he's doing with that tobacco. Yeah, he's very knowledgeable guy. Very he's very knowledgeable about the cigar industry, the cigar as a whole. I'm very impressed with Francisco. Exactly. And shout out to my sister Consuelo. Consuelo. Consuelo is with Amos de Santiago. She just opened up a lounge up there in PA someplace. I believe it was the old... Uh, I forget what his name was. Uh, it'll come to me. Yeah, it's when you get old, man. Don't yeah, worry. I know. Don't worry you you can't remember shit. Nah, you know? nah. I mean, it comes to you middle of the night, like four o'clock in the morning. Oh yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, but <laughs> you know, she's so a lot of the a lot of the smaller companies are are doing some things. We talked about Black Star Line. They're doing some some uh, some great things with their their cigars. I like Drunk Chicken. Uh, I like Emperor's Cut. I like what they're doing with their cigars as well. Um, you know, so there's there's a lot of interesting stuff that's coming out, and you just kind of mm-hmm. have to try a little bit of everything, you know. Gotcha. You know, I, I just smoked the uh, did a review on the Diesel Delirium. I'm not a big Diesel guy. I smoked the Delirium. I thought it was a decent cigar, you know. Okay. Then there's like big companies that are putting out stuff like the Cao Vision. Let's talk about that. Yeah. 
It's a nice box. Yeah, the box is hot. Mm -hmm. Smoke is a little expensive. Again, for those who know Stone, you know, Stone got a certain price range. And I tell folks this all the time. It's not that I don't enjoy an expensive cigar. I love it. But I just don't want to pay for it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's everybody. But that's a Stony special. So how did you like the vision? Yeah, I, I'm going to give you my quote on what I said about the CAO vision. The box is hot. Absolutely. The cigar is borderline trash. What? Ooh, I'm telling. Borderline trash. Garbage. Oh, Thanks man. for coming out. God bless and good night. Hey, listen, it's a good $8 cigar. It ain't a $20, $20 cigar. Nah. That's like those uh, those um, Cohiba. What's that other one they had there? The uh, the Cohiba, that $27 one we got there. Uh, Royale. Uh, yeah, Royale. Yeah, no. Nah. Not a $20 cigar. No. Nah. Box is hot. Absolutely. But I can't smoke the box. Can't do nothing with the box. That's decorations. Yeah. Put in yeah. your cigar. Yeah, room. my grandson want the box because it's cute. I can put yeah. toys in it and stuff. You <laughs> put know? crowns in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> so, you know, me, I'm like, listen, just make a good cigar and put the cigar in. Just just give me a good cigar. Right. I'm not smoking boxes. You know boxes. what I'm saying? We're not smoking boxes. Yeah. And make then, a great cigar. People understand, you know, you ain't trying to get fancy and all that, but right. listen, we ain't smoking boxes. Now, there, there's some cigar companies, and, and again, I get it from the business side. If you want to buy one cigar in the line, you got to carry four or five different SKUs, right? Right. So, on the lounge side, that makes you end up with this trash on your shelf right. in order to get the good stuff, like Adventura. Mm -hmm. They've got a new one, the King's Gold. That's a good cigar. Okay. I haven't had that one yet. A good cigar. Good cigar. Okay. It's probably above your price range. Hey, hey, hey. My business, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. business, man. Be, be nice. Be nice. People listening. But some of their core line, eh, it's average. Gotcha. It's average. Gotcha. You know, but, you know, I'm the guy that says now, shout out to my brother, Ock, from Philly. He's from Philly. Okay. Leaf, Philly love. Leaf Legends. You know, they're okay. all part of the group there. Philly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Philly, I know that. So, listen, Ock, Ock will say, hey, listen here, man. I still remember that review you did on that Padron. <laughs> and that shit you said about Padron was disrespectful. <laughs> I'm going to see you outside. Disrespectful. I'm going to see you straight outside, dog. Disrespectful. I said, man, it's it's all right. He said, what do you mean it's all right? That's what I said. It's all right. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I'm not I'm not a big uh, I'm not a big Padron dude. I, I I just won't pay my money for the Padrones, you know. And yeah. I've, I've smoked everything in the Padron line up to their most expensive cigar, which and was like $45. And I was like. It's all right. It's all right. I'd rather get three $15 cigars than this one $45 cigar. I feel you on that. I'm you know what I mean? Quality. Mm-hmm. And quality is, a, you know, if I can smoke tonight and tomorrow and Sunday, I'm ahead of the game. Three days. I'm a three-day guy. Three I, for I'm, one. I'm looking out for the long term. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Can't spend $50 on one smoke. No, sir. Can't do that. I just no. can't. I don't, even if I'm a billionaire, people say, it's telling you to be cheap. You call what you want. I just can't. That's just my principle. Well, you know, I got a I got a friend of mine. I call her a girlfriend because she's a woman friend, and she say my money, my money feels better in my pocket. Mm -hmm. So you I like know. her already. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I like her already. Yeah, so my money, my money feels better in my pocket. You know, so I like her already. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be able to smoke what you like, and you know, just just you know, I don't know. Every cigar is not for everybody. So. Well, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt about that. Well, I, look, so as we wrap it up, any recommendations on some cigars for, you know, the, the stonyisms that would be a decent price range? Oh, uh, so. A, a nice smoke. All right, so. bust upside the head. I, I'm going to give you a special. I'm going to give just to you because I know you, bless you. you don't know about God this bless either, you. you know. 
But listen, I got a special on BlackLionLuxuries.com. BlackLionLuxuries.com. Black okay. Black Is this another one of your businesses? No. <laughs> I'm just saying, I got, I got a lot of businesses. I know you do. I, I, That's why I got to double check. I got fingers in a lot of things there, yes, baby. Yes, indeed. Um, but there's a special on this, a Lee Mac 912. It's called The Goat. The Goat. The Goat Lee Mac 912 special. We got five cigars, $21.99. Oh, I like that. Uh... Is a Padron Thousand Series. We got an Umbagog. There is a uh, Illusion Rothschild, the JSK Toothpick, uh, and something else. Twenty one ninety nine. These these are all good cigars. And they don't come in no brown envelope. No, they no. come actually. No, they they pack you in a box. Oh, okay. Black Lion knows how to ship. Yeah, so and not, they have quick shipping too. So you know. Oh, so they're not coming like in a white envelope from the Dallas. No, no sir, no sir. With like the uh, glue stick. No sir. Okay, got gotcha. no, sir. They 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 ship it to you. Right, and you'll be correct, and uh, everything will be good. Everything you know? be lovely. Yeah, yeah. So you know, so that that that's some good cigars. Uh, you know, also I've been rocking with a uh, Provider Cigar Club. Okay. Provider's got a store, and so they have pretty good prices on some of their regular production stuff. And if you're a guy that likes rare cigars, the stuff you can't find, some like stuff that's aged okay. and all that stuff, they got that too. You know, so you know, check out Provider Cigar Club if you haven't. You know. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, Brian is my man over there. I like Brian. I like what he does, and he supports me. You know. Absolutely. And you can check out Zeal Cigars. So my man Zeal Cigars is my man Bradley. You know, he's over there. <laughs> Making right. moves. Yeah, he's he's doing all right, you know. He's doing all right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what's up, brother. Anything else you'd like to say? You mean you let the folks know before we wrap it up? Hey, listen. Get your time, man. I, I, I listen. Yeah, I it took me 16 years to get you to sit down. Well, listen, not, but I appreciate hey. you, brother. It took, it took a while, but it's all good, you know though. I mean? And we sitting outside, you know what I mean, smoking cigars and you know, having a nice drink. Absolutely. So, listen, I'm going to tell you this, right? This is what I like to end all my videos with. I say, today is another great day. I say, every day is another great day. Yes, sir. I've been having a great day for almost 13 years now. Mm, so pe right. people say you you must not have any problems. I, say, I got lots of problems. <laughs> I'm just having a great day, you know. But what I do every day when I wake up, I say, hey, "Listen, today is going to be another great day." Because your subconscious mind hears what you tell it, yes, sir, and it doesn't know the difference between the truth or a lie. So when you run into a problem, it's going to be like, "Hey, this is a great day." You know, a couple of weeks ago, I was broke down on the side of the road with my truck. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Four way flashes, yeah, 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 oil yeah, right. poured out, whatever. I was like, it's still a great day. Damn it, nobody ain't running to the back of me. Uh, I got a credit card. I ain't got the money, but I got a credit card. We can get this thing towed off the road. Still a great day. So everybody, uh, you know, listen, be safe out here. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. It's stuff yes. like they told you when you was a little kid. Just yes, don't be did. nasty, you know. Keep your hands out your nose and wash your hands, you know. And stop eating your boogies. Stop eating boogies, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, listen, bro, I appreciate you sitting down with me, man. On this episode of Smoke World. Smoke World, baby. Listen, listen folks. Wrapping it up again, you can follow me on Instagram at smokeworld 50 Send those emails. You get tired of sending Lee Mac and Hey responding, you can send them to me at smokeworld50 at gmail.com. Look, y'all folks, be safe. Like I said, wash your hands, stop eating your boogies, wear your mask, man. This is not political, man. Wear your mask, all right? Peace out.